Let's do it. Welcome back, everyone, to the Too Many Topics podcast. Today, me and Tommy are going to hash out a little bit about um, NFTs. Are they bullshit? Are they not? You know, everybody's got their own opinion on them. Um, so I think that we're going to try to bring to you our, our unbiased opinion, biased opinion, whatever you want to call it. What we know about them. Yeah, what we feel about them. Mm. doesn't matter what I know. It's what I feel. Um, and, uh, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Talk a little bit about us, as always, because we, we're the most important people on the show. And uh, <laughs> we're going to go from there. What do you think, Tom? Sounds good. Let's get at it. Real estate, music, tech, pop culture, sneakers, NFTs, comedy, whiskey, tequila. <gasps> Woo! It's the Too Many Topics podcast. An absurd and hilarious take on, well, a lot of things. Here are your hosts, Scott and Tommy. Welcome back. Welcome back. On the, today's episode of Too Many Topics podcast, Scott and Tommy, we're diving into the NFT world. Um, so just real quick on it, you know, a ton of people think they're bullshit. A ton of people will say it's fake, it's phony. Uh, Scott's going to give us a little insight into uh, why they're not bullshit. You know, people walk around this office and Scott's all about these NFTs and and people say, oh, you know, it's a fad, it's this, it's that. So, Scott, without further ado, uh, explain to me why an NFT is not bullshit. It's, it's, you know, it's a little complicated, but let's just take a step back first. You know, the reason why you can even ask that question, in my opinion, is um, because it's easier for people to call bullshit on something than actually do some fucking work and, <laughs> and, and check it out, right? Everybody's quick to, you know, read a headline or they're quick to uh, read a stupid meme or some bullshit on, on social media and immediately they formulate this... Um, this opinion on something and you know it's 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 happened throughout our lives with, with any kind of big technology or any kind of change that's going on right no one likes change everybody likes to sit in their own little cocoon and say everything is good status quo um and unfortunately but fortunately for people like me that that are into this stuff and same thing as people in the 90s that shit all over the internet you know those people they were dead for a while and now they're back again they're, they're, they're uh they're risen from the dead. But the truth of the matter is the reason why you even ask that stupid question is because there's a bunch of uneducated people out there that rather say, ah, that's never going to work because they don't want to put the fucking time in. And I, I get that. I get that. Um, but the truth of the matter is this technology is way, way, way too big to fail. Um, you know, I, I don't know exactly where people, I wish I had somebody on the show today to give me a real understanding of why they think they're bullshit but the truth of the matter is the technology behind them and that's the other problem i think people look at them in different ways they look at them as this scribbly little piece of artwork that looks like a second grader drew it but they don't realize that there's actually something behind it um so but the truth is also the reason why people call it bullshit is because of the news or, or social media has depicted a negative connotation with it, whether it's a get-rich-quick scheme or people losing all their money, and 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 that's ultimately what happens in the in, in a gold rush type of behavior, right? People try to duplicate projects that they don't have the ability to duplicate based on execution, and that gives the whole a bad name, right? So, um, if if 
they came out with some ugly ape that's worth a couple hundred thousand dollars or, or some pixelated picture that, that, that looks like some sort of a punk or whatever they want to call it, weird picture of a head. Um, you had other people coming out and saying, I'm going to get a baboon and stick a feather in its ass and I'm going to sell this for 100000 And the truth of the matter is they're going to fail and they're going to fail miserably. And, and I guess that's why, you know, people say they're bullshit is because the artwork might not be pleasing to the eye or they go ahead and say, well, Tommy, isn't it just a JPEG? Can I just right click and save this thing and, and claim, you know, uh, I have this uh, NFT project so so scott are they just jpegs what are they well th i guess somebody could say that they are a jpeg but they're not they're an nft you know again it's 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 the brain or the framework of your brain how you how you're attacking or how you're you're trying to do your research or how open-minded you are on this process again uh, the right click and save bullshit. You know, people have jokes on social all the time, and, and quite honestly, they're just fucking stupid. Um, confusion brings negativity, right? Exactly. So people rather be negative on something than to actually look at it and say, "Wow, this might be work uh, worth something." You know, 50 years ago, or I don't know, 50s or 60s, some genius came out and told people, well, "I'm going to bottle water and I'm going to sell it," <laughs> and he got laughed the fuck at. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, or other people said, you know, social media won't work. And, you know, maybe not for you because you're ugly and you're not funny and you're not charismatic. I'm so, made for podcasts. So it, it, it's, not, it's not good for you. But uh, for some people, it, it, it's very, very good. Um, but the truth of the matter is, again, it's I can go down the line of a million different things, right? People said the Internet's never going to sell food because you have to touch it and feel it and look at it before you buy it. And now every big brand store is delivering food. Oh, you yeah. Know? But I, I, I completely understand why people think the way that they do because, they, again, going back to that framework of, of how your brain works, um, in the 90s when the Internet came out, you had people that were trying to understand the Internet with their real life brain and it wasn't correlating at all today this is just a little bit of evolution but it's the same shit right it's it's people that are using their internet brain instead of a blockchain brain or, or, or a brain that's that's moving a little more quicker to understand that you know nfts will work they're going to work in scale um and and for a lot of reasons um but but jpegs getting back to that stupid jpeg part um JPEGs are centralized, right? They're, they're, they're centralized on the internet. So there's your internet brain again working. That's saying that uh, I could just right-click and save it. Yes, but the truth is nobody owns it because it's centralized. It's just sitting there on the internet. Where NFTs are decentralized and they're on a blockchain. So if I purchase something, I can go to that ledger and see exactly who owns it. But more importantly, the JPEG doesn't do anything, right? It's just a fucking picture where an NFT actually can do shit, right? It can, as long as there's an execution of the contract behind it, it can actually physically solve problems where a JPEG can't. And that's where some of the, the, the simple-minded individuals just don't understand the back end of it. Uh, of that uh, execution of the contract, right? And, and what do you mean by, by that contact? What, what, do you, what do you mean by the contract of that... Um, NFT. Okay, so so behind the NFT itself 
is a smart contract or it's basically like any contract. It's just, if you do something, something else happens. It's just an agreement between two people um, that if A happens and B happens, then C automatically happens for the, for the you know, the lack of a, a definition. Um, but Ethereum, who's a, who's a brand name that most people know about, they use contracts to carry out some sort of an action. Um, whether it's, if I buy this ticket, I'm able to get into the arena, right? So ticketing is, is a really easy way of, of understanding where NFTs will go from a digital perspective is instead of physically buying a ticket to the net game, you will now buy an NFT and baked into that NFT, the same way that's baked into that physical ticket is your admission to get into, um, into the stadium. You know, a, a good example is get, those of you that, that know Gary V or follow Gary Vernacek, he's, um, He's been a leader in the industry in a long time, and he basically came out with a project um, maybe 18 months ago called V Friends. And it's if you really look at the artwork itself, it's a simple second-grade drawn picture that everybody laughed at, and he did that on purpose because he wanted to show people that there's more to an NFT than the artwork. It's really the utility that's provided behind it, and the utility is what's baked into that contract. So for his argument's sake, contract behind his second grade drawing is admission to his VCon convention, which is held yearly, where it probably runs you five to six thousand dollars a ticket. So if I buy his his VCon NFT, which is probably upwards of, you know, eight or nine Ethereum right now, you now get three years of admission to VCon convention. And as you can see that there is a, a monetary value right inside of it already. And he holds them, you know, throughout the United States, I'm guessing, right? Well, they're just, they're on the internet. He, he, you hold them any way you want. You can buy them in India, you can buy, and that's the beauty of, of this whole thing too. There is no social class. There is no, um, you know, race, color, creed. It's just a, a unified ability platform to, to anybody that has the amount of Ethereum that's needed, whether you're eight years old or 80 years old, whether you live in California or, you know, Istanbul, and your access to the internet, you can buy one of these things. Mm. Um, but but getting back to the utility part of it, you know, the, the truth of the matter is why they're not bullshit is because they're going to do things that we haven't even figured out yet. The same way when the, the internet came along, you know, it changed every single thing that we did today. Some people right. say once the internet was invented, everything else was an add-on. Right, like uh, dating and and well, even learning for listen, that matter. Well, well, let's think about that, right? So, so in the beginning, when 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 the internet came out, I don't know, '90s, whatever, um, it was the information highway, right? It was, right. It was all information, information. But for guys like me or you, that kind of got through school without <laughs> the internet. Yeah, we got. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, to you, you to come to me and say, "Well, look, it's better than books." I don't give a fuck. I don't read books anyway. Mm. And then you were like, "Well, you know, you could do this and go to the, you know, library." I, I don't go to the fucking library. I don't give a shit. Right. But then what happened? Um, I don't know. Again, in the 90s, I don't know my exact dates. Things like AOL came along. Remember that? Oh, sure. sure. All right. So that's when when people had to start to think that, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Now, not only, you know, is it information, but now it's um, and they had that ASL. I don't know if you remember that was that age, sex, location thing um, that came along where people could actually meet and communicate and send pictures and and. and now you said, wow, people are going to fucking date on this thing eventually, right? And then what happened? Now you have dating sites that are, are that, that kind of run 
the dating scene, right? When me and you were kids, how did you how'd you meet a girl? No, yeah, you had to go out. You, they, they had to hang out with you. It was either school, uh, after school, you know, a group you, of kids met a group of girls and. And let me and ask you a question. All, all in, in 2000, if you told somebody you met your girlfriend on the internet, what would they say? Yeah, yeah. Did you buy it from China or did you, you know? Yeah, you were yeah. fucking pedophile. Yeah. Like, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? How do you meet a girl on, on the internet? Man? And today, you know, it's even, it's the reverse, right? If you don't meet a girl on online, you, you almost brag to your friends and say, oh shit, I met her old school. Like, I met her in a <laughs> bar and blah, 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 blah. And, and the beauty of it is, like, Back then, you actually needed a little fucking game. Yeah, you need to know how to talk to them. Right, you needed yeah. maybe a couple bucks in your pocket. You know, you needed something to, to, to hook up with a girl. Today, you need a good profile pic. Yeah, and they're not even speaking today nowadays. They're texting each other in these relationships where you know nothing about the person. It's scary times, uh, but it, it's, it's, it is. it's, it's adapt, it, it has adapted to the norm. Right? I mean, people say that the other day, somebody asked me about these different laws that are changing, and we're not going to get into politics today and, or anything like that from law. But on the same perspective, people adapt quickly to shit. And, and you know, the example I can use is three or four years ago, if you told me I was going to be walking around with a mask on, I would fucking have laughed at you and mm. said, I'm not going to China, so why would I wear a mask? You know, and then we saw very quickly that we all adapted. Thank God it's gone, but for a while, everyone had to adapt to society of wearing a mask, right? But getting back to, you know, the NFTs and, and where I see they're going, at the end of the day, um, they're here to stay, you know? And I believe that, you know, in five years from now, most, if not all industries, will utilize them in some way, you know, form or fashion because they're just too big to fail, you know? Well, so so real quick, you're saying they're here to stay, and and on the other side of the the coin, there's people saying this is just one big con. Um, you know, what do you, what do you have to say to those people? Um, I say that they they aren't any more of a con than fashion. Mm. I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say that. Um, fashion, fashion has been. For, for as long as people have been alive, right? It's the ability to communicate through the things that you buy. That's what fashion is, right? This is just a digital aspect of fashion at scale. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, the same reason why you buy a Ferrari or a Rolex is the same reason why you might buy an art project as an NFT on the digital world because it's a way to flex from a digital perspective. The same way young kids today are on these different gaming sites buying, you know, a fake hoodie from Supreme or, or my son who has to buy an Adidas sweatsuit every day that cost me $22. Yeah, I might think it's fake because I just burnt $22 in, in a matter of seconds. But my son, he thinks of that as his Ferrari because in his element of hanging out with his friends, that's the flex. So mm. if anybody has young kids today, they get this, right? It's the older generation that doesn't understand, well, if I can't touch it, if I can't feel it, if I can't, uh, you know, physically see it, um, it's not real. And, and, and that's, not, that's, not the, uh, that's not the case, you know. I'll leave you with one thing that I heard, you know, a few months back, and it resonates every single time I've seen it for society. The only thing people do more than talk is buy shit that talks for them. Yeah, wow. Let that sink in for a little while. Yeah. I, and, I think that's... Uh, and that's you know, why these so things true. are here to stay.
As long as the digital world is here to stay, they're here to stay. That's it. Um, but that's pretty much all I got for yeah, you on this topic, man. No, let's wrap this up. You know, nice, quick little podcast. Get people thinking about what these NFTs are, that they're here to stay. Give them a little knowledge as to why they're not bullshit. And, uh, you know, have a good day, everybody. Yeah, I just want to thank everyone for listening. You know, check us out on, on wherever you watch your podcasts. Uh, like, subscribe, you know, do all that fancy shit yeah, to help, that out, help us out. Button. And, um, but drop some questions in there because we do want to drop a couple of more um, informational type. You know, we don't, we're not going to have a tremendous amount of informational type things. But for the most part, we'd love to drop some sort of informational podcast on how to buy an NFT. You know, what a, what a wallet is, what that looks like, how to set one up, where to buy them, how not to get them stolen. Uh, shit like that, that 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 you hear a lot in the news today. So stay tuned for stuff like that. Um, and have a great day, everyone. Come on. Thanks for listening to the Too Many Topics podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, leave us a rating and review. That helps spread the word about the show. Want more? Check out www.toomanytopics.com. <laughs>